talk flirty to me. Oh, hi. Oh, hello there. <laughs> hey, we're here with, um, what is, wait, 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 what wait. is with that, like, you just caught me. Oh, kind hello. Of tone of voice. Oh, hello, person <laughs> peeking through my window. I'm being, uh, spontaneous. Okay. <laughs> Good job. Oh, hi. No, we're not starting again. No, uh, we're done. We're in it now. <laughs> welcome to Talk Flirty to Me, episode three. Yay. Yeah. I am Katana Collins, and you are... And I'm Sean Gordon Murphy. Or Jerk Murphy, for Jerk short. Jerk Murphy. <laughs> Not to be confused with Rodeo McTwangy. From from Romania, is that right? I, I if there is ever a human named Rodeo McTwangy who lives in Romania, I owe someone a lot of money because I would bet my life that there is not a right. human, yeah, a Romanian but human named that. If he was in Romania and went all the way into this identity, wore the hat, had a horse, rode around in Romania, called himself that. It'd be pretty impressive. Like he obviously wants that lifestyle. I think badly. take even Romania out of this equation. If <laughs> anyone out there is named Rodeo McTwangy, <laughs> contact us because I will have you on the show. But but especially if you're in Romania. Especially if you're in Romania. <laughs> and I mean, if you're not a country singer, I'm gonna be wildly disappointed. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a way to do a Dracula voice with a cowboy, and I'm not coming up with anything. I want to sing the blues. It's <laughs> good. I want to square the dance. No. Nope. <laughs> oh, dance. Boy. Oh, no, I got it. <laughs> I didn't do the voice, though. So, uh, hey, what are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking Vino Verde. Um, my favorite, the only white wine I'll drink. It's from Portugal. Uh, I find that people who don't really like wine usually drink Pinot Grigio. If those people are Man, listening right now. you just insulted a ton of people out there. I'm telling you. <laughs> Drink Vino Verde. You will be way more sophisticated and interesting, um, and it's way better. I mean, so, it's pretty delicious. So stop being a schmuck with your boxed wine of Pinot uh, Grigio. Except some boxed wine is pretty good. Boda Box. That's true. Yeah, Boda Box is pretty decent. For like, considering you're spending the, bottle, the price of a bottle of wine on a box that has four bottles yeah. basically in it. Yeah, you can't And like, that. it's not going to go bad. No. It's easy to pour. Yeah. I don't really know wine very well. Yeah. So I, I <laughs> do know do, I wine. mean, I like it okay. I buy good wine, and I don't share it with you. I'll buy you a crappy <laughs> Boda box. You can pretend to be drinking good wine. <laughs> I know. I don't really care either. <laughs> I don't care if it's insulting. All right. Before um, we get to this, do you want to read something oh, from yeah. the sponsor? Wait. Oh, but first we have to thank some some patrons. Okay. Patreons. Patrons. Um so we have a Patreon page that's up, and the first 25 people are going to get... Are all named Rodeo McTwangy. <laughs> if only. Uh, we don't even have 25 patrons yet, but oh, right. the, the, if they're, the first 25 people who donate are mm -hmm. going to get a shout-out thank you on the podcast. So this is the first like handful of people. Mm -hmm. um, so a big special thank you to the Penske File, Wes. Hey, yeah. Wes. Thanks, Wes. <laughs> yeah, Penske File is a, a podcast. Yeah, it's a... Star Trek Next it started as a Star Trek Next Generation podcast. It was uh, one that I was a guest on, and Wes is probably glad that I finally have a real microphone with real oh yeah sound real instead sound. of your like snowball or whatever I that know. was yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, also before I start reading these names, even though I already started, um, I read the name as it comes into the Patreon. So I apologize if some of you did not want your full names talked about. Too late, though. But here we it's going to be too late. So. And we're going to read your address. <laughs> oh, Go ahead. Wait, here comes a plane. I'm not reading their address. 
<laughs> oh, stupid plane. Yeah, it's funny. I worry there's a lot of people in Portland who know that there's a Batman artist here, and uh, I don't want to post any photos of the house or, you know, where the cars are. And I know it's a matter of time before people figure out where I live. I know I'm paranoid. You think they're going to triangulate But with the flight path, they're going to be like, okay, flight 347 was landing at 645. <laughs> the flight path by this decibel I mean, that could still be the any homes along this flight path. Right. Like, there's a lot if, of homes If someone can pinpoint me based on the sounds of a plane of a certain they type, deserve making, they, deserve to, they deserve to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, don't do that. I'll be like, how'd you find me? And they'll lay out this mathematical genius plan. It's I'll impressive. be like, it's pretty good. You're All really right, smart. pull the trigger. <laughs> uh, so, okay. So anyway, I apologize if you didn't want your whole name read, but I'm going to read the whole names. And if you do donate and you want a, something special read, just message in. So special thank you to the Penske file, as we said, Wes. Uh, Michael S., Jason M. Gavril, Chris Nichols, Tony Donnelly, Mason Cook, and Lucy Sousa. Hey, Lucy, Lucy, my Portuguese mama. Your Portuguese mother. That's right. And I, or the second time I'm mentioning Portugal in this episode. Oh, yeah, because of Viviano Verde. That's right, yeah. yeah. The story with Lucy is uh, I uh, I don't really get along with my parents. And uh, I was at a show once, and uh, I met Lucy and her son, who wants to get into comics. I've known them for well, years he's now. he's in comics, right? At well, this point, at the time, now, he yeah. wanted to get yeah. in. Yeah. Cody Sousa is a, sort of a friend of mine. He is a friend of mine. Uh, sort of. No. <laughs> Don't tell him, but he's not really a friend. Oh, anyway, man. I remember meeting his mom, who's always lovely, brings me Portuguese sausage called linguiça cheese. I think her she parents... bread. I feel like she brought us yeah. bread that she made. Yeah. At first I thought that it might all be poisoned, but uh, <laughs> it, I survived, so I assume. Although I did have a lot of diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, do you want me to cut that out? Nope. Oh lord. Just leave it the way it is. Wow, you are getting really honest I with your, like with your the, peeps. Portuguese people know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> or they're also used to it. They don't know what you're talking true, about. true, yeah. <laughs> I remember telling her, uh, you're like my Portuguese mom. She's like, what? I'm like, well, you know, I don't really get along with my real mom. And she asked me for a story, so I told her whatever was on my mind. And she was like, oh my God, that's not good. And gave me a huge hug, practically yeah. lifted me off the ground. So <laughs> she's, she'll, she's like my convention mom. Yeah, she's always been really sweet and always yeah. a big supporter of yeah. you. And I'm not a huge disappointment like her real son, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, you are shitting all over poor Cody. If Cody was here, he would laugh. So one of the other fun things we have on our Patreon is the, um, the I, what, what do I call it? The, like the highest tier, the most expensive tier mm -hmm. is called the sponsorship tier. And if you are willing to pay that amount, it you basically will get once a month ad copy that we will read and um you submit the ad copy to us and we'll read it on the air as a commercial um you also get like a producer credit and after three months of that tier we will send you um business cards that mm -hmm. basically say you're a producer of our show and if anyone questions you on it we will back you up oh yeah yeah we'll go to town we'll go to the mats for you go to the mats thank you um so to kind of help promote this tier actually sean jumped in on it and <laughs> a fake ad. wrote an ad oh it's a fake ad well i don't know i think it's a good idea and you'll you'll when you start reading you'll know where it's going i have not seen this before and my handwriting is atrocious <laughs> i write in all capital letters like a comic book letterer who sucks at his job so this is me reading our first ever sponsorship tier ad from Sean Gordon Murphy. And I have not seen this yet, guys. So we'll see. Okay. Oh, boy. Brought to you, brought to you by the app Conversation Hog. 
<laughs> Are you tired of your friends blabbing on about work, kids, and loved ones? <laughs> Want to embarrass them by proving how much your hangout time is spent talking about their BJ and Bullshit. not yours? Oh. Yes. <laughs> Yes. I was like, BJ, that's really personal. Read it again. Okay, read that sorry. again. <laughs> Try not to read it in blowjobs this time. <laughs> Come on, get it together, Katana. <laughs> okay, oh boy. Want to embarrass them by proving how much <laughs> of your hangout time is spent talking about their bullshit and not yours? Download <laughs> Download Conversation Hog, a new app that can record your entire evening and keep track of the number of words everyone contributes. Use things like what? Pie graph. Oh <laughs> yeah. Use things like <laughs> use things like pie charts, line graphs, and other data to shove it in their faces how selfish they are. <laughs> Conversation hug. Only legal to record in certain states. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> wow, that I think special. this would be brilliant. And everyone, you can you can see the logo. A cute little pig cartoon. You put it out <laughs> at the table over dinner. And your friend likes to go on and on and on about himself. Just let him rattle on. At the end okay. of the night, bring out the pie chart and show him that he took 90% of the conversation while you got to talk about dick. Man, you yeah. realize though, now you've put this idea out in the world. So we have to like, do it. We have, but we have to patent it. Because like... All right, patent pending. Yeah, I mean, goodness, they're going to steal our idea. Right. The legal problem is you can't, in some states, you oh. legally can't record someone without knowing them knowing. And That's true. In several states, though, you just right. need one party consent. Right. Um, so you can know you're recording. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like that DNA testing stuff where, like, certain states are not allowed to test DNA. There's got to be a way to, to manage right. an app like that. It just seems yeah. like it might be more complicated. Yeah. Plus, I think you only need to use it once before you all your friends don't trust you. <laughs> I mean, also, you sound like a terrible friend in this ad. Well, maybe the friend who talks too much should, you know, shouldn't be convincing me that we need that something like this. Talks about his BJ's. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's God. true. Yeah. Um, I think the app would have to record each person separately and notice like how many people are in the conversation. Like you'd have to like probably prepare the app a little bit. So right, you'll have to like put in names. Yeah. Like. Right. Yeah. But then after that, the next hangout time would be like, "How was your day?" person would be like, I don't know, how's your day? No, you go. No, you, no, you go. <laughs> and the waitress shows up like, are you guys ready to order? <laughs> oh, God. So anyway, that's, uh, that's, so that's a real a, thing that's you can't buy. Yeah, that's a thing you can't actually buy. That's not a real ad. Not a real thing. Um, but the sponsorship tier on our Patreon is a real thing. Uh, and you can advertise basically whatever you want. Copy will have to be approved by us. I hope that but. someone actually makes this app and then pays us to promote it and then we can just use it. Sure. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sensing your uh, I mean, I don't, <laughs> hesitancy. I, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> okay. So what are we talking so about So the topic tonight is um, like vehicles, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the fact that you're a car lover and a motorcycle enthusiast. Um, so yeah, this is a hobby I have that you don't, you like it okay, but it's not your thing. And then next time I'm going to interview you about your hobby, which yeah. you have to decide on. Well, I think we know what my hobby, I, I know what I, I choose. DJs? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You seem pretty, uh, like you got them on the mind. 
looked like a J. <laughs> <All right. laughs> it's um, true. Some people think my name is Gene Murphy sometimes. <laughs> um, <coughs> well, anyway, I, I think I know what topic we'll talk about next time. But yeah. okay. but we're not talking about me right now. We're talking about you because right. I'm not a conversation hog. <laughs> I'm so afraid to say anything. I'm so afraid to talk. Yeah, so I um I become the car guy in comics. Um, part of it was intentional. Part of it was just I legitimately legitimately enjoyed drawing cars. Um, you know, I think uh, it started for me when I was young. My father was an artist. He used to do sort of like Bob Ross paintings, um, and uh, he was really good at drawing cars. So I'd sit next to him as a young kid, and he would out paper and pencil and he would actually draw pretty good at the time it was like a lamborghini countach um and i would say can you add a fin spoiler can you add this can you add that and he, i didn't wait is the fin slash spoiler is that like a regional thing like bubbler versus waterfowl no so <laughs> we're gonna explain that in a second because a lot of people don't know what a bubbler is a <laughs> uh, fin uh, when i was a kid i used to call a spoiler or the wing on the back of a sports car i just call it a fin oh a shark. this is like a cute Shawnism. Yeah, yeah, but it's actually called a spoiler. Baby Sean. I know. Being adorable. <laughs> Age or <laughs> Sorry. Continue, uh, okay. continue with your story. Uh, and uh, thinking back, knowing what I know about art and stuff now, I, I'm wondering if he had like a picture on the side that I couldn't see. But even if he did, he could actually draw a pretty good, um, you know, rendition of a vehicle in three dimensions, you know. And it, I used to beg him to take it to work with him where he had a Xerox machine and he would make a bunch of copies and tape them home and I'd just <laughs> color them all different colors. And, um, oh, that's really cute. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then, you know, I had Hot Wheels and Micro Machines were a big thing. Um, oh, I remember Micro Machines. Right? Those were way cooler They're than Hot Wheels. The bonsai trees of Hot Wheels. Yeah. Little tiny worlds. Miniature. I mean, Hot Wheels are already miniaturized versions. We've yeah, got yeah. a miniature of miniature. Why were you into Micro Machines? Well, my brother. My yeah. brother had a bunch of that shit. And like, right. I always like playing Bo and Bridget. So. Yeah. Anything to be part of. Anything to. You. Yeah. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was the annoying baby sister. You were the third wheel. Like, like, can I you was. include me? Can you include me? Like, I I'll was. do whatever you would do. I'm into that too. I'm into it. I'm into it. Don't ignore me. Yeah. And but that's Bo had a, like, a whole, he had a whole like map on the floor yeah. with the micro machine did he have the little gray boxes that opened up and there was a little kit inside and you would stick the kit to the back of it and he came with a car it's like a little play set i don't remember yeah okay that's fine yeah you're you're already ahead you get bonus points <laughs> bonus sex points for uh knowing what they are in the first place oh my sex points <laughs> <laughs> and if you get enough of them, guess what you get to give me? Oh, boy. <laughs> yes. I mean, yes, wait. wait. Oh. <laughs> um, anyway. So then, you know, like any other kid in high school, you know, owning a car is a right of passage, sense of independence, blah, blah, blah. It's the American U.S. experience or whatever. Um, and I've always been kind of an independent guy anyway. I don't like being told what to do. I like to sort of uh, – comics for me is great because you get to sort of be world builder and people basically leave you alone. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess it kind of fit my nature. Um, but then I really got into the math of drawing, like uh, how to draw ellipses and perspective and the perspective of shadows, which is a thing. Mm -hmm. And um, I would, when I went to the SCAD, my art, our college where we met, um, I wasn't really loving the program and I was sort of bored and I finished my homework early. Sorry, SCAD. Um, so I bought a book on perspective and I would sort of challenge myself after class to sort of like, well, I'm in college and paying all this money, might as well, you know, learn all this, this, this shit. 
And I really enjoyed learning how wheels worked, how to make a car look like it's touching the road or motorcycles or whatever. Um, most of that stuff is pretty boring to most artists. They hate drawing that stuff. Um, and I teach... Because it's hard or because it's technical or because... I, yeah. Why? I think it's a mix of things. One, I think mostly because it's hard and they don't know how ellipses work. And that includes like... The ellipse is basically a circle in perspective, so it looks like an oval. So they'll draw a gun and the barrel of the gun is, is incorrect because they don't understand how the ellipse should fit onto the barrel, so to speak. And the same thing with cars. Um, and so I think mostly it's just the hesitancy to draw technical objects, period. And mm. you just see a lot of cars in stories. So anytime a car is in a book, most artists will be like, oh, I don't want to try <laughs> this, you know. Or they'll zoom in so you don't have to see the tires try to shortcut it. Even... Um the beginning of the animated series, right? Batman, the animated series, the car that goes over the hill, the Batmobile like goes over the hill and, oh, like, look at you. and like bends Showing over me. the hill. Yeah. <laughs> I know stuff. You know stuff. <laughs> I can't episode. draw it, but oh, yeah. it's an episode. I thought it was the credits. It's an episode of the one with Grey Ghost in it, which you've seen. Oh, that's your favorite. And it's, the Batmobile is really long and they animated <laughs> it uh, driving over these uh, curvy roads, but the way it curved, it, it bent like it was made out of rubber. Like it was like yeah, it was like a rubber car going <laughs> over this hill. It was really funny. It's hilarious. It's it's quick. Yeah, um, but, but it's it, a fun little like it, catch if you're yeah. looking yeah. for it. Um, yeah. So um, I think another thing too is my comics people are they have a there's sort of a hesitancy about macho team sports type thing and. Uh, car culture. It's just not something that comics folk tend to enjoy. Um, I mean, so I mean, I hope your people seem to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, well, my friends, like, you know, Dustin Wynn and um, Joe. And Joe, yeah, absolutely, Joe, Joe Delegato. And, you know, my friends do enjoy it, but um, most people really don't like it. Like, I remember being at a, at a convention and getting pretty drunk with my friends, and all my friends are like six foot four and taller. And one of my friends picked me up on my nipples from behind. Ow. I know, men are weird, but this is how we bond. <laughs> I remember screaming right. and laughing, and we were sort of play fighting. And all the other artists at the convention, like, backed up. And the look in their eyes was like, oh, these guys are like jocks from high school that snuck into our clubhouse. Which is so not you and I. I know, I'm not. I'm so not. Like, I can't You're believe. You're like the artsy, dark weirdo. I know, but in the comics crowd... I mean, all my friends in high school were athletes, except for me, so I was always the outcast who got to hang out with athletes. So, yeah, I think that's part of it, too, is this sort of, like, uh, this hesitancy for that, that sort of thing. And also, cars are expensive. A lot of artists live in cities. Um, they can barely afford their rent. They don't have a garage or a parking space, so why would you, you know, imagine yourself in a, you know, any kind of decent car if it's just something that's out of, out of reach, you know? Yeah, and honestly, even in this city... <clears throat> which is like a very small city. Um, you don't necessarily worry about like bumper to bumper traffic or anything like right. that. But like even in the city, I would be hesitant to yeah. like, you know, every time we go yeah. driving with like our, the, the BMW, I'm always like, do we want to leave this parked on the street? Yeah, I feel that way too. <laughs> like my, every time a gust of wind or rain, you know, we're the, we're the annoying people that park our car in the middle of a, far away from the supermarket where yeah. no one else is because you don't want a shopping cart to ding to it ding or whatever. It, yeah. <laughs> it's, and it, it's so silly because like part of it, having a car means enjoying driving right. it. Yeah. And if you're always afraid to drive it and right. you leave it in your driveway, right. what is the fucking point right. of having that car? You no, know, my, my first car was a yellow Honda Civic CRX, which is a two-seater sports car. In fact, it's an 88. It was uh, uh, really great, really quick for 
what it was too. Super cheap. That was a fun car. But it, because it was bright yellow, it just attracted attention from cops, from people like looking to fuck with it, pour soda on it, or just I got egged once by people I don't even know, and uh, I just got so afraid to leave. I smashed into when I was living in Hollywood. Smashed into when I was living in New York, um, and I just was so afraid to leave that car anywhere. And it wasn't like it was a Jaguar or anything. It was like a, it was worth twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah. And it just drew attention. Um, so that, that feeling of leaving your car and your, your sort of hearts in your throat, like, please don't fuck with this car, please. Please, mm-hmm. I don't want to walk out and see something, do something stupid to it. Please, just give it one Speaking piece. Speaking of, like, getting pulled over by cops, how many times have you gotten pulled over? Um, in that car, Cause I think a lot more. 90% of my pullovers were in that car. Yeah. And one was because of you after hey. the Henry Rollins concert. <laughs> Oh, I know. <laughs> so, side note, side story. Uh, we were in college. Uh, I was on a date with Colleen, who I'm sure I called Diana uh, accidentally. Um, and we, we drove all the way from Savannah to Atlanta to yep. see Henry Rollins, Spoken yep. Word, which is such a great show. Yeah. I miss those performances. And uh, you were, you were kind of into it. He goes, he's a really intense guy. And after three, two and a half hours, it's a lot to take. True. So, uh, we finished the show. We get in the car. We're driving down highway. You have... I was feeling punchy. <laughs> you have an empty wa- two empty water bottles. <laughs> the, the thing you guys need to know about me is I, I get kind of loopy if I'm like tired or like if my adrenaline is going and I'm more of a night owl than the morning person. Mm-hmm. So this was late. This was like probably midnight and oh, we've yeah. been on the like road. At 80 miles an hour in the dark when you weren't driving. <laughs> I wasn't driving. I was in the passenger seat and I had two empty water bottles. And I'm, I don't know what song was on the radio, but it must have been good. Because <laughs> I started banging those empty water bottles like I was like the fucking drummer of White Snake. Like the whole inside of the car was a drum. <laughs> like the ceiling, the floor, the Sean mirror, the dash, the window. <laughs> so I'm sort of like, what the hell? It's probably off guard. I must have swerved a little bit. And pretty soon I noticed the mice behind me. Woo! So I pull over. Rick and- James was behind me. <laughs> yeah, there he was. And uh, a cop comes in and I'm looking at you like, you, I'm fucking blaming you. I don't care. This is too early in our relationship for me to go to jail for you, And I was Diana. underage, but I wasn't drunk. Like, I, I had not had a sip yeah. of alcohol, but Neither I, I. I looked drunk. <laughs> so a cop pulls up. I walks up and I was like, you know, hey, how you doing? And I'm like, listen, I'm, I'm going to give me a guess. I was swerving and he's like, yeah. I'm like, well, my, this girl I'm seeing, well, I'm going to break up with soon. This girl over here. And she's got these water bottles. And I'm trying to explain the story. And you're over there laughing. And I'm like, I swear I'm not drunk. I'll happily take a breathalyzer. I'll walk the line. Like, I have nothing to hide. <laughs> give anyone a ticket. Please give it to her. <laughs> I feel, and he didn't give you any ticket. He kind of just was like, okay, just. Knock it off. Yeah. Get Stop it, drumming everywhere yeah. white snake. <laughs> yeah. So other than that, how, do you know how many times you've been pulled over or what for? No. Then I, after I did a, some dark horse work early in my career, I could afford a new car. So I bought a, um, a Ford Ranger, a 98 green uh, manual transmission. This is when I was living in LA. And I got stopped uh, in Hollywood Hills because I was parked on an overlook past hours or something mm-hmm. I didn't even see a, a sign but yeah. I never paid it anyway because he wasn't a real cop he was a forest ranger fuck him um, <laughs> there's currently a warrant out for your arrest <laughs> yeah and that's very specific also, park you not to interrupt you but you Sean had told me back when we were in Savannah he was like 
because I, I, we all used to get parking tickets like crazy in Savannah. Like it just was like unavoidable. Yeah. Um, and I had racked up quite a handful of, of And they have those three-wheeled little interceptor vehicles. Yeah. The kind you it's, want to rear end on purpose just, just to watch yourself like, do it. Ugh, yeah, just to the, make it more annoying. They're the worst. They're the worst. But like I had racked up a handful of, of parking tickets and... And Shauna had told me, because I was an impressionable, like, 18, 19-year-old, and I believed <laughs> things that were told to me. And Shauna was like, oh, you don't really have to pay those. Like, it's fine. Nothing will happen. I mean, you, you, you get a three, don't worry about it. But if you have, like, a five, you might want to stick. Yeah, like, they started, that. like, sending letters and, like, threatening <laughs> yeah. to boot my car. And then and then the tickets that would have been, like, 12 or $10 were, like, $100 because I didn't pay them. Right. So I had to pay all these, like, late fees. And I was like, this is the last time I listened to Sean. Yeah, I still have tickets that I didn't <laughs> pay from college. How did you not get booted? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I left before they caught me or something. I wish I had not listened to you because I, <laughs> I racked up, like, hundreds of dollars of parking tickets, but only for a few parking tickets because I was charged all these late fees. Anyway, so go I, ahead. I'll tell you what we did wrong. You got, you got caught. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so where were we in the car story? I hope people care about this because I don't think a lot of my people Nobody really cares. care. I know. <laughs> well, you have a book you wrote about car culture. I do, I, which is kind of why I think this is a fun topic because right. it combines both of us. We should have talked about that, that at the beginning <laughs> yeah. to build some context. I have a whole series we of gotta, um, street racers from Boston. It's like um, Sons of Anarchy meets... Fast, Fast and, and Furious, furious. with yeah. more with more BS's. with a lot more or B BJ's. BJ's sorry <laughs> BJ's like I mean maybe there's some bullshit in there too I don't know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's like a, it's a kind of gritty romance series it's actually one of my favorite series that I've written yeah oh is that the dinner, dinner bell? <laughs> yeah, that's our, our chicken is ready. <laughs> what, do, what do we do now? <laughs> it's fine. Keep talking. Okay. I mean, it might be a little burnt. There might be okay. a fire downstairs. Okay. <laughs> All right. I guess speeding it along here. Um, yeah. So you weren't really a car person per se. You usually let me drive. We have a Moss 3, which I love. I think it's a brilliant car. Oh, it's car. a great car. Um, but you're not really <laughs> one that has to be behind the wheel too much. And you don't like driving in the snow. And oh, I don't God, mind driving. No. I'm terrified. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I was born and raised in New England, so for me, front-wheel drive is all you need. Um, what? No, this is crazy talk. Like, this is actually maybe one of our biggest arguments. It's like, no, we you need four-wheel We need four-wheel drive. We don't we need it. We live in fucking Maine. It's, it's, it's fine. snowy, like, nine months out of the year. Front-wheel drive is better because the car tires are pulling the car, so there's no chance of a fishtailing. Plus, the weight of the engine is over the front tires themselves, which make it a little bit of planning, a little bit of finesse. You don't need a Subaru. We lived on a hill for a while, and we would watch people struggle up that hill with their front wheel drive. <laughs> and you're telling me we don't need four wheel drive? Well, those people you're don't know how to drive. Those are obviously tourists who rely well, way too much. You know who also doesn't know how to drive? <laughs> Your wife. Uh, so that's why I bought you a BMW. <laughs> Which is also front wheel drive. Uh, no, it's not. Oh, it's four wheel? No, it's rear. Oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you have a 430 power Z4, horsepower Z4, and you don't know which wheels turn on it? Nope. Oh, God. <laughs> but I look awfully cute. All right. So, okay. We'll get to that story. So, a couple of years back, um, so I do Batman. I make a, a, a decent living as it is. But one of the books I did get picked up by Netflix through the writer I worked with named Mark Millar, who did books like, uh, or movie deals. Um, he's responsible for um, Wanted. Kick-Ass, kick um, Jupiter's Legacy, which is coming through Netflix now. Anyway, a whole bunch of stuff. And he's the, the comic book slash Hollywood guy, if there is one. And uh, I signed on to do a book with him called Chrononauts. 
And me and about nine or 12 other artists got involved with him on this giant package deal between him and Netflix. Netflix bought all of our IPs. IP is an intellectual property. So they bought Chrononauts from me. They bought um, the other books from the other artists. We signed a, uh, our rights away. So it was a buyout, basically. Um, and we all got a nice big fat check of different amounts. So get up one morning after waiting. It seemed like forever. And Hell, it was years. Look at the bank account and it's like... So I wake you up. I show you it. Uh, here's how much money is in our bank. Like let's let's go do something stupid. Let's let's go buy a stupid car right now. <laughs> Famous last words too. Like <laughs> let's go do something stupid. <laughs> so we did the thing where we got in the car and uh, I said, "What do you want?" And you said, "I don't know, some cute two seater." I'm like, "Great, we'll do." Who's that actor that pissed away all his money? Like dust. Uh... From Saved by the Bell, and he was like selling his own shit. Um, not Dustin, Earl, but um, Dustin uh, Diamond. Yeah, Dustin. That's like the probably the thing he said with right. his first paycheck. Watch our next uh, sponsor. Sponsored by Dustin Diamond. <laughs> Fuck you, Katana Collins, John Army. <laughs> Dustin Diamond. Revenge one podcast at a time. Oh, um, <laughs> so uh, I said, "Well, right, you want? We'll get a BMW because they retain their value. You get a lot for your money. They're quicker than most Ferraris, and if we get the uh, sports, the M." M package, which is 430 horsepower, then that satisfies my need to drive like an asshole. Uh, I wanted a stick, but you don't drive sticks, so we got an auto. It has flappy paddles. Yeah, so it's an automatic. <laughs> <laughs> and um, which that's going to be a future episode is going to be you teaching me how to drive stick. I can't which wait. Many people have tried, and many have failed. <laughs> I had to drive in my pickup truck with a stick in a parking lot once. It was literally to get the engine to turn over, though. Like we. You you pushed, I rolled, mm -hmm. I, and then you took over. <laughs> you're, you're fine. You did a, you did well. I mean, a sports car is a little, the engine doesn't cooperate as much as a truck or a jeep. Anyway, um, so yeah, so now I mean I've, I've bought a 280Z Datsun, which is a 1978 Japanese car. Datsun became Nissan. I'm having it worked on right now, putting in a brand new engine. It's basically going to be a brand new car with an old car on top of it. Because I think the body style knows you can't beat. Um, the Netflix money we're pouring into the house that we have here. I'm building a garage slash studio, so I'll be able to sit and draw cars while I look through glass and look at my awesome <laughs> car, my motorcycle, blah blah blah. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be. I'm gonna I'm gonna die in that room, and I'm gonna be fine with it. <laughs> if this person uh, is gonna track me down by triangulating, they're gonna find sounds, your garage. That's they're gonna me. find your Datsun and your garage. Like you've no one to to uh, blame but yourself here. It's true. The Datsun is gonna be. Pretty easy to spot in Portland. How many dots in Portland did make that mm -hmm. noise? One. <laughs> um, that's why I got a big engine, so I could outrun bullets. Yeah? God. No? Okay. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's about it. How how many cars have you owned in your life? Uh, see, we got the, when I sold the truck in Brooklyn, we got the Honda. The Honda Fit. Fit yeah. Oh, that was a fun little car. It was too. fun, and we got it because it was easy to park in the city. It can get we didn't up, care if it got. Dirt. Dirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember buying driving gloves because I really wanted driving gloves, and Aww, getting in that. Getting thing, into that Honda. It just felt like <laughs> even the driving gloves didn't Aww. make it faster. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> yeah, when we even when we just got the Mazda too, I was like, pick up going onto the highway. Right. I felt. So much safer because I was like, oh, I can actually merge yeah, the traffic because it's faster. Comfortably. Imagine how safe the Datsun will be. Yeah, I, I <laughs> although I will say I feel pretty safe merging into traffic with my Beamer. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite easy to. I mean, uh, if you put that thing, if you wrap that thing around a tree, you have like an inline six engine in front of you to 
will protect you, plus airbags, plus modern everything. Let's just not wrap any cars around a tree. <laughs> well, I'd rather have you on that. That is one of my bigger fears about you getting such a such a fast car. Is like, I know you're a good driver, but... Well, we broke it down one day. It's not that I don't have skill behind the wheel. It's just that my yeah. uh, risk management is... Yes, like your risk mad. management is not so good sometimes as you get road rage. So. I, yeah. <laughs> but maybe that's a whole other episode. Sean's, Sean and, and Sean, Katana's how he almost killed us in Colin's car. Oh my god, car. he totally almost killed us on my birthday, you guys. Was it your birthday? I think it was, it was the, the day, day after. after my birthday. Alright, so it's not as bad. And it was only a couple months ago that we almost lost. But I, the next morning, I, I pulled you aside and I said, oh, listen, yeah. I'm sorry, that was stupid and blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah, like it was. Yeah. <laughs> there was there was I passed no three, other. I pa we're on a tiny road coming back from Quebec, on a tiny logging road with three logging trucks in front of us, three massive eighteen wheelers driving below the speed limit, and uh, I thought I had it. I thought this thing is this car is super quick, and uh, I had plenty of space. And uh, just as I was overtaking the second one, um, a car comes right at us from around the corner, and I pull in between the two trucks, which I, I knew I had space for. But the thing I didn't expect was the truck in front of me to lose part of his load. And suddenly, um, not a huge piece of wood, but something the size of a large fireplace just fell off and went under. The, the, like a the, fireplace log, yeah. not, not right. the size of a fireplace. Sorry, yeah. So I had enough sense to swerve to straddle the log because the car was amazing that we didn't so die. low. Yeah. But I worried the skid plate, luckily it has a skid plate. But I, I, so yeah, it was stupid. I mean, I was already, it was a bad move. It was mostly me. I own, I shouldn't have done it, obviously. But that log, I really didn't need that right at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's not my I was fault. already stressed out by passing two <laughs> giant trucks on this like two lane road where yeah. people were coming at us. And, but also, like, I know that you're a good driver. It's stupid. You're but right. That it's was dumb. that like log falling off is the sort of variable that you just have no accounting for. Yeah. And it's, you know, thank yeah. God we were able to straddle that log right. and it didn't, right. it, it, it didn't hit a tire right. and send us going into oncoming yeah. Like, it just, it, oh God, it could have yeah. been so bad. So I, I, I took a breath and I apologized and I passed the last truck because at that point, why not? Um, <laughs> then uh, I pull up to the intersection in the gas station to make to look under the car to make sure we don't have any leaks or whatever because the logs seemed pretty big. And then we took a bunch of photos of this truck as it re-passed us just in case you needed to file a complaint with the company because he really is responsible for his own load. I mean, yeah, I was driving like an asshole. But... I mean, and it doesn't even matter that you were passing other cars. If that log had come off and hit us even just being mm -hmm. behind him, we could have died. Like it could have hit our tire and sent us into oncoming traffic. It could have gone through the windshield. It was dumb. Was. Yeah, like, I know. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not saying it was dumb. I'm saying even without you oh. passing, that log falling off could have been bad news. Like right. it's we could have done everything safely and played by the rule book and right. been behind him and yeah. still have died. Or if he, if that log was we we weren't there. That log was supposed to hit the second truck and then the third truck and then it would have spit out. Maybe honestly, like anyway. splinters, but yeah. yeah. I mean, but yeah. In any case, my thinking we're is, fine. We're alive. <laughs> clearly, we're alive. <laughs> my thinking Happy is birthday. because the Datsun doesn't have any safety features or airbags because it's oh taking so long. Like I'm not gonna drive. Like I drive the Z4, and I'm like, yeah, you know, if they break it, I can just get another one of these. But oh God. first of all, no, <laughs> <laughs> we are not. I know it's it's like guy logic. It's stupid. I'm it's really making <laughs> excuses. Um. Yeah. Also, um, 
Do you want to go into motorcycles or? Well, I mean, we're already pretty late here. I, I had yeah, some questions. I feel like burning. motorcycles. Yeah, dinner's burning going in the crazy. oven. <laughs> I mean, I had motorcycle questions, but I feel like that can wait for another episode. All right. Um, so what are we going to talk to you about? Am I going to hear? I mean, I think that like the musical theater thing is a good, a good topic. Right. And like, you're coming to see my, me in my show next week. Or right. actually, no, you're coming to see me in my show in two days. Right. Um, I am? So, yeah. I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I never know with you. <laughs> you, Can I might take have, your car? you might have forgotten. Um, I can't because I got to take some. No, with me. yeah. <laughs> plus, I drive like a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, plus, you're not allowed to drive my car. <laughs> um, yeah, so I figure musical theater is a fun thing to talk about. I mean, the difference is I do feel like I relate to you. Like, I'm. I'm not a car person, but I can relate to the fun of driving. Yeah, you get your Jackie O glasses and your head scarf. Yeah, I love I love that BMW and like yeah. I I you mean like it for the look. Like, but no, the the scarf is practical because in a convertible your hair blows everywhere, so you need to like tie down your hair. It's, I can't give you shit because I wear driving gloves. So it's true. I'm gonna let it go. Um, <laughs> but also, you bought me driving gloves. It's true. You don't wear them. I do. I well, they're too hot for the summer. Yeah. They're, they're like cashmere, so they're really, oh, man. really warm. It's a really tough life you live. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a tough <laughs> life. I'm just saying they're too warm for summer. <laughs> anyway, um, so like I feel like I can relate to the car thing probably more than you can relate to musical theater. <laughs> That's not true. I liked uh, when you were in Legally Blonde. I, I dug some of the musical stuff. I'm like, well, there. and you were like crew you were like set design crew kind of guy in high school once before i quit in a huff because they didn't understand my artistic vision oh jesus um well we also we like singing in the rain that's like one of our yes shared loved movies yeah sure um and, but anyway i feel like there's I got a little you. of that but cool yeah we'll talk about it next time that's next that's next week or whatever whenever we're doing it next you you go to palm springs next week actually so i'm not sure when we'll be able to record this next one yep i'll be in palm springs soon uh i'm sure it'll be nice and cool with no for no fires oh, sure yeah it's gonna state. be nice and cool out there yep. in the desert of <laughs> california with all those fans and the health those uh turbines yeah it's got to let the, obviously that. they cool everything down <laughs> and i'm going to be in new york i'm going to be seeing speaking of musical theater i'm going to be seeing hamilton finally huh yeah so that's exciting um so anyway i guess that's it for now and we'll see you guys next time bye bye Talk flirty to me. Talk, talk, talk romance. Take, take, take a chance. Talk.